I don't know about other cultures, but I think American culture is very interested in the private lives of our public figures. Um, I don't go to Kroger much anymore. Our daughter does our shopping for us to keep her old parents safe. Um, but I used to love the checkout lines at Kroger to scan the fan magazines to see what uh, Brad and Angela were up to, if Jennifer would ever get back with Brad. Um, I always wanted to see you know, where people were taking their vacations, what they dressed like on their off days, uh, where they went to the beaches, what kind of swimming suits they wore or didn't wear. Uh, when I watch a show on Google now, uh, watch a show on, on TV, on Netflix or whatever, I will Google the cast because I'm interested in, you know, who this cast member is, uh, what they do with their time, what kind of family they have, what, where they went to school, where they live. Uh, I do that with commentators when I watch um, political talk shows. We uh, seem to be very obsessed with uh, the private lives of and behind the scenes of what goes on in the White House, don't we? Uh, books that are published about what it's really like in the Oval Office publish a lot of copies and sell a lot of copies. It seems to be that's the, that's the rationale for Facebook. What are people doing behind the scenes? What makes them tick? What interests them? I first became very aware of um, the private lives of public figures when the person who became my first grade teacher moved around the block, around the corner from my parents' house. I had no idea that teachers didn't live at the school. You know, I, I had no idea. I was stunned when Mrs. Miller wore slacks, when she was gardening and she wore kids and gardening. She had kids. Who knew? The teachers had families, you know. Jeremiah is a public figure. Yeah. So far we've experienced Jeremiah, you know, going to the potter's house and describing how a potter works. We've experienced Jeremiah taking a pot, a finished pot, to the town square and shattering it to show what God will do to the people if they don't listen. We've heard stories of, of Jeremiah being dumped into the sewer as a punishment, of Jeremiah standing at the temple door as people were coming in to worship yelling at them to amend their ways and their doings. What is the private Jeremiah like? What makes him tick? What goes on behind closed doors with Jeremiah? Where does he go to the beach? Where does he eat? What does he do on his off day? Well, what Jeremiah does, the private Jeremiah does, is pray. He prays. Now, there are lots of images of what prayer is. And I want to use two images 
of what prayer is, and they're contrasting, but both have to do with eating out at a restaurant. The first example of, of uh, prayer is, you know, we, we go to a restaurant, and, um, you know, we might be with friends, and we're talking with our friends, and the, the waiter interrupts us, the server interrupts us, and um, we place our order. We tell the server what we want, what we want the server to do. Now, if we're alone, we might be on our phone, and we might look up from our phone and tell the server what we want. They're there to serve us and to do our bidding. They take our orders, they might answer our questions, they listen to our complaints, we pay our bills, maybe we thank them, maybe we tip them, I hope we tip them, and we leave and we probably don't remember the server's name. And it's kind of an I-it relationship. It's very transactional. The server performs a function for us and we move on. And in this model of prayer, God is the server who takes our order and does our bidding, and we move on. The other image of prayer is going into a fine restaurant where we go to a quiet place with our partner, with our person we're eating with. There's other stuff going on in the restaurant. There is noise, there's activity, we can hear conversation. But we are off to the side for a private time, for an intimate time of sharing our hopes, our desires, our concerns, our worries, of opening up our life to each other. This is Jeremiah's image of prayer. That person that we're having that quiet, private time with is God. It interests me when I eat out like that when Susan and I used to eat out. It was easy to lose track of time. We would be so absorbed in our conversation. Gosh, were we there an hour and a half? Or, you mean that was only 45 minutes? We're just focused on each other. For Jeremiah, prayer is that private time with God, and God is the partner. And it's very intimate, and it's very transparent. We tell things to that partner that we don't tell to other people, and they know our secret lives. And that's what Jeremiah does in this prayer. He's transparent, 
He's authentic. He's taken that quiet time away, as Jesus says one should do when one prays. And he doesn't heap up a lot of empty words, and he just isn't talking to hear himself talk. He's not schmoozing his partner. He's very direct. And he brings joy to this prayer. I received your words and I ate them and they became a joy to me. And he brings anger, poor retribution on those who persecute me. And he brings loneliness. I sat alone. And he brings hurt. I have an incurable wound that will not heal. He's very personal. He's very transparent. We know about his private life and his concerns. And in this prayer with God, Jeremiah blames God for his troubles. It's your fault. I don't know if we would consider this a prayer. But I wonder if a relationship can be real, if it can be authentic, until there is transparency and until there is the first argument. Because until there's the first argument, it's easy for things to be superficial. It's easy for there to be lots of empty words. It's easy for there to be pretending. And it's easy for there to be lying. Just to be somebody we're not. But with that first argument, when the hurt and the loneliness and the anger is brought, it's then that we learn if we're going to hang in there. It's then that we learn that will I hang in there in this relationship? Will you hang in with that relationship? It's then that we learn whether or not we are committed. Whether or not there's something deep here. Whether or not there's something worth hanging on to. Whether or not there's something worth being forgiven and forgiving. There's this spiral in a relationship where the transparency of who we really are leads to an intimacy. And that intimacy leads to more transparency, and that transparency leads to more intimacy. It's because the, the defenses are let down. The excuses don't work. I like Jewish prayer. The prayers in the Hebrew Bible 
Sometimes it's called God wrestling. The person in the relationship with God wrestles with God, and wrestling is a very hands-on activity. You can't keep a social distance when you're wrestling. And that's what Jeremiah is doing here. He's God wrestling. The defenses are down. And he's going to hold on to this relationship. And God's going to hold on to this relationship. And they both know each other and are getting to know each other better. This week I read the, the book White Fragility. And it's about racism. And it's about white people not facing up to racism. How we want to keep things superficial and pretend that we're people we're not. And we engage in denial and avoidance and defenses and protestations of innocence. And the writer says no change will happen until we're willing to be uncomfortable, until we're willing to let down our defenses and struggle to develop a genuine, authentic transparency and intimacy. There's a difference between venting frustration and praying. When I vent frustration, you know, I'm just talking into space. But when I pray, I'm entering into a relationship. I take the same frustrations, but I direct them at God. This intimacy of prayer as Jeremiah understands it is thinking our way into God's world. And this thinking our way into God's world can't have pretending. It's going to take time and it's going to take struggle and it's going to take learning about ourselves as we learn about God. Jeremiah's prayer is answered in the following verses. God says, I will be present with you. And maybe God's always been present, but Jeremiah's defenses are down now. That was keeping God out. I will take you back. They will not prevail over you. I will be with you to save you and deliver you. When I served the, the church in Camden in Preble County, we had a children's choir. It was led by Marty Johnson, and her daughter Jennifer was one of the choir members, and Jennifer kind of had a leg up on the choir 
because she would hear her mother play the music at home and she would hear the words. And so Jennifer would go to the choir practice already knowing the music and already knowing the words. And let's just say that a piece of music that the kids were singing was to be this long. Well, when they sang it, Jennifer would sing the whole song in this amount of time. And she'd turn to her mother and say, I win. I won. I beat all the others. I got done before they did. You know, and that doesn't make for good music, does it? And it doesn't make for a good relationship. And I wonder if sometimes that's how we approach prayer. Prayer is supposed to be this lifetime relationship of intimacy and transparency with God. But we take prayer and make it this short thing where we try to get our order over with quickly so we can move on to other things. And what Jeremiah and God want us to know is that prayer isn't this short thing where we order the server around, but it's a lifetime of relationship. We're doing this series on Jeremiah because Jeremiah is kind of the go-to guy in times of crisis, in troubling times, of times of uncertainty. He's the person that knows how to live in those times. And he knows what it is to be fully human and fully alive. And he can be a model for us. And here his prayer life is the model. What goes on behind the public Jeremiah that holds his life together, that gives it stability and coherence? What does the private Jeremiah do to make sense of his life? He prays. He's transparent and he's honest and he's intimate with God. May we be a people of prayer. May it be so. Amen.